Good morning. This is Minnesota River Valley Master Gardener, Barb Lampson. And with me this morning is my fellow Master Gardener, Karen Wright. Hey, Karen, you know, I like to come on the air and talk about things that make me happy, that other people will enjoy. But this isn't a very enjoyable program, I have to tell you, because we're talking about this very nasty, invasive jumping worm. That's right. It's not enjoyable. In fact, if you get it, it's a horrible thing. It's an invasive worm at which can damage soil and gardens, and it has spread across several Midwestern states, including Minnesota and around us. And of course, as the weather warms up and you return to your outdoor hobbies like gardening and fishing, you should keep an eye out for what's called the jumping worm. It can hide in the composting worms or new mulch that gardeners use, or you can spread if anglers unknowingly purchase bait mixed with jumping worms and they don't follow proper disposal procedures. And there are earthworms that look and act a little different than the European earthworms, which we have grown up with, which are fine. These worms live in the top six inches of soil, and they are voracious eaters of organic materials. So through their feeding and burrowing behaviors, they turn the topsoil into loose granular soil, kind of like coffee grounds. Yeah, right. And and it can easily erode, and it does not support plant life. So they can essentially wreck an entire ecosystem. Yes, this is why they're so invasive and do so much damage. And one of the things we're noticing is that our native plants that grow in our wooded areas, they're gone, they're missing. And that's because the roots and that have been chewed up by these jumping worms. The other thing is you might go to a friend's house and they'll want to share a plant with you and you say, well, you know, do you have jumping worms? And they'll say, I haven't seen them. Well, of course you You don't don't know. Because they die in the fall. They lay their eggs. They form a cocoon around them. And those eggs stay in the soil. The worm is gone. And when you're digging around this spring, those eggs are so small. They're like the size of a peppercorn. And you mentioned that they come sometimes in mulch and things. There was a woman in our Minnesota Hosta Society who spoke to the group about jumping worms, and she had beautiful gardens that were going to be on a tour. So to get ready for the tour, she brought bags and bags of mulch, and she put it all over the gardens. And lo and behold, within a few years, she discovered jumping worms everywhere. And that has essentially ruined her gardens. She says, I can no longer grow mini right. hostas. I can no longer grow small hostas and a lot of other plants because it essentially ruins that soil. Sure. And you know, the thing is, with gardeners, so many of us raise the majority of our plants are perennials. Right. They get bigger and we want to share them with our friends. It's wonderful. When I look in my garden and I see... Oh, this came from my friend, Jean Cuddy. She's been gone a long time now, but this is a memory of her. We then were hesitant to do that because although we can dig our plants, we can thoroughly wash all that soil off from them before we give them to someone else. We have to be very careful. Yes. And we have to be careful if we go to visit someone's garden because just walking around in the yard, we can actually pick up these eggs on our shoes and bring them into our own yard. If you've got lawn services that don't clean their equipment between services, it can easily be spread. And I talked to a lawn service about doing some aeration. And I I asked, I said, well, do you do clean your equipment between each one? Well, no. And I says, well, are you concerned about jumping worms? Well, no. 
a lot of them don't even know what a jumping worm is. And sure. you'll know a jumping worm right now. They're this early. You really won't notice because they're too small uh, to notice. But when they get a little bigger, as the summer goes on, they move less like a worm and more like a snake. And they're a little more rigid than your typical earthworm. They thrash about when you disturb them. And they've got like this uh, white ring around them where the... Yes, it's like a collar. It's called the clitellum. Yeah, yeah, it's a white collar. And... They will just go crazy. You'll you'll sure. notice them, and if you have them, that's a bad sign. You know, when I was a child, it was a big thing. When we're out in the garden with our mother and earthworms, we'd dig and we'd, earthworms would come up, and we'd quick, you know, get a coffee can and put them in there so we could go fishing. Or as I always did, I put them in my jean pocket, <laughs> forgot them there, only to have them go to the laundry, and my mother would just Yuck. have a fit when she put her hand in there and found those. But hey, if you want more information about the jumping worm, which isn't good news, but we can be watchful for them and do as much preventive practices as possible. Well, call your extension service. This is Barb Lampson along with Karen Wright, wishing you happy and safe gardening.